does running really make me nicer? Well, if you're anything like me, it probably does. And that's what we're talking about today on the Doc on the Run podcast. Now, before we get started in this episode, I just wanted to tell you I have something that you might find really useful. I created this thing called the three-day fast track. And if you have an overtraining injury and you're trying to get back to running, you really have to do a couple of things to recover and get back to running as quickly as possible. You need to figure out how bad the injury is. You need to figure out how to assess whether or not you can really get back to running and move to the next level of running intensity without making the injury worse. And that's all the stuff that I teach you in the free three-day fast track challenge. So you can sign up. It's going to be on the website uh, and in the show notes under this episode. You can also sign up by going to docontherun.com slash fast track, and you can register for free there. So go check it out. Now, Let's play the intro and we'll get into this episode. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness and keep preparing for the next race and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Does running really make me nicer? Well, that's a great question. And this comes from one of the people I was just working with on a telemedicine visit for a second opinion for a running injury. And she actually said, it's been really tough being injured because it seems like when I can't run, I'm not nearly as nice as I usually am. And well, if it were me, that'd be a nice way of putting it. I mean, my dog could tell if I haven't run for three days. So, you know, my kids know, everybody around me knows if I have not been running because running does something for me. Now, we oftentimes think about this effect of running, about how we feel better, we feel more at ease, less anxious, more content. All of those things is often being attributable to the runner's high and the endorphins that you get when you're running doing intense workouts. Well, the first thing is there's some really, really interesting research on this. And just as a disclaimer, podiatrists, a sports medicine podiatrist, I treat foot and ankle injuries. I am not an endocrinologist or a psychologist or anything else, but there is some really interesting stuff you might want to look up and read about regarding uh, endorphins and these molecules that are actually responsible for the way that we feel when we run. Now, the first thing is that endorphins, those are short-term painkillers. And so when we get endorphins, we think that that causes the rudder high, but there's a good chance based on some research that that's not really the case. The endorphins really just dull the pain sensation that can be associated with really intense exercise. That's short-lasting. It's somehow euphoric, but it helps your muscles not feel pain so much. Now, there are some other chemicals that are actually not from the runner's high, but I think a lot of people think of it as runner's high. And it's sort of like afterward, you know, you do an intense workout and you just feel way more relaxed, way more at ease. And these are biochemicals and, and substances that we call endocannabinoids. And they're actually associated chemically somehow with those chemicals in cannabis, which is where the name cannabinoids comes from. And those chemicals though, are actually what scientists and researchers have decided might be responsible for this relaxed state or sense of well-being after we exercise because those actually cross the blood-brain 
barrier. You have a barrier between your bloodstream and your brain. So if you look around your brain and around your spinal column, you have spinal fluid that, you know, the cerebrospinal fluid that actually obeys your brain and your spine, but it is not the same stuff that's in your bloodstream. And some molecules cross that barrier and some do not. So we know that you can get a bacterial infection. It can be in your bloodstream, but it may not affect your brain or your spinal column because it doesn't cross the blood brain barrier. And there are lots of chemicals that will and will not cross the blood brain barrier. Well, endorphins are one of those that don't cross the barrier, which is why people think that this may not be responsible for that post-run feeling. And so when it comes to being nicer, well, when we run and we feel more content, less anxious, less stressed, and sort of better sense of well-being, that's more likely to be from the endocannabinoids that actually do get produced as a consequence of aerobic exercise. Now, in addition, there's some additional research that shows that in addition to having these chemicals that are effectively neuromodulators that can make you feel better with consistent aerobic exercise, that you also do get increased blood flow that can develop as a consequence of that exercise in your brain. So when you read some of these things about how uh, exercise is reported to make you uh, think more clearly if you do consistent aerobic exercise, there actually is some scientific basis for that. And turns out it might make you nicer as well. So if you're injured, your number one task is to figure out what you need to do to get back to running consistently, getting aerobic exercise consistently, so you can be a little bit less of a jerk and a lot better patient and a lot more patient with those around you. So make sure you get over that overtraining injury, get back to running so you can start being nicer again. Listen, if you just got injured, you need to take action right now. And if you've been injured and you're not getting better and you need to figure out what to do to get back to running and keep training and not lose all your running fitness, you need to take action. But the thing that you really need to do more than anything else is probably not what you really think. Most of the runners who call me are looking for some magical solution or something that they can do to make them run even when they're injured that is going to be magical. And there is no such magic, but there is something you can do. And I'm going to show you exactly how to do it. Now, I made something for you that's a three-day training. It's free, and it's how to fast-track your running injury in record time. Now, during this free three-day training, what I'll show you is, number one, what I learned when I got injured in medical school and why it was wrong, what I learned when I got injured right before an Ironman race that was right, and the third thing I'm going to show you is the five-step process that worked for me that can work for you, too. So there are five things that you're going to learn. Number one, can you run right now and not lose your running fitness? Number two, how can you figure out how bad the injury is right now? How can you remove the confusion that's caused by inflammation right now? And how can you reduce the tissue stress so you can train now? And then how to safely test, retest, and keep running. Now again, this is a free training. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. It's three days, but you're going to get immediate access if you just go to docontherun.com slash fast track. And I'm going to show you how to fast track your running injury. So go to docontherun.com slash fast track and grab your seat now. I'll see you in the training.